Podcast 22, The Reggio Emilia Approach. History. The origins of the Reggio Emilia approach to early education date back to 1860, when an Italian charity opened a preschool in Reggio Emilia, a municipality in northern Italy, for local children living in poverty. In 1913, another preschool was opened and then shut down during World War II by the fascist regime. After the war, the Italian Women's Union established a new network of self-managed preschools in the region that would set the stage for the development of a new educational philosophy. Loris Malaguzzi, a local educator, was a key contributor to the municipality's early childhood services in the 1960s and 70s. He founded the first Infant Toddler Center in 1971 and collaborated with Reggio Emilia's Pedagogical Coordination Group to introduce new innovations to the classroom. His philosophy, based on the notion that children have enormous potential to learn from their environment and that they can be active participants in the learning process, became known as the Reggio Emilia Approach. The Reggio Emilia approach achieved international recognition in the 1990s after Newsweek ran an article highlighting its progressive approach to early education. Schools around the world began to implement its central tenets, though only schools in Italy are considered true Reggio schools. These are divided into infant-toddler centers and preschools. Both are managed by a Reggio Emilia-based institution specifically created in 2003 to safeguard the qualities and values of the educational services and allow them to grow with autonomous culture, pedagogy, and management. Outside of Italy, schools using the approach call themselves Reggio-inspired. Reggio-inspired schools in the U.S. are supported by the North American Reggio Emilia Alliance and generally cover the preschool years. Curriculum and Assessment the Reggio Emilia approach follows several key principles of early education. Number one, children have enormous potential for growth and development. A core component of the Reggio Emilia approach is the belief that children possess a hundred languages or ways of thinking and expressing themselves. Knowledge is constructed through these many verbal and nonverbal languages and both the instructor and the environment should support them. Lessons are presented in as many forms as possible, such as music, art, drama, print, and puppetry, to give children many opportunities to understand and connect with the material. Children are then encouraged to participate however they feel comfortable based on their personality, background, and point of view. 2. Children learn best when they are free to guide their own education. Reggio schools view children as active, capable protagonists in their own learning process. Activities are designed to allow children to explore and follow their own interests, which in turn allows teachers to design further activities based on those topics or themes. These may lead to in-depth student-led projects lasting several weeks or months in which children thoroughly explore a given area of interest under teacher supervision. For example, one class may learn about sound and engage in activities such as building musical instruments, while another may focus on exploring and identifying textures, leading to lessons on braille and the rest of the five senses. 3. The environment should be designed to maximize children's learning potential. 
The environment is often referred to as the third teacher in the Reggio Emilia approach. Reggio classrooms and outdoor spaces are designed to encourage collaboration among children as well as exploration of any and all topics of interest. Collaboration is viewed as essential to the development of cognitive skills. Children brainstorm, create, and problem-solve together in both small and large groups, with an emphasis on respecting all voices and contributions. Exploration is another goal of the learning environment. According to Reggio Children, the international body that promotes the Reggio Emilia approach, the environment interacts, modifies, and takes shape in relation to the projects and learning experiences in a constant dialogue between architecture and pedagogy. Children are also allowed to bring in items from home, such as plants, dishes, and tablecloths, to help create a comforting, home-like environment. Four. Observation and documentation enable teachers to optimize each child's learning experience. Teachers carefully observe students' activities and develop and document them in a variety of ways, including taking notes, photos, and videos, and collecting work samples. These records allow teachers to determine the best learning path for each child and collaborate on lesson plans to guide them along the way. Documentation also validates children's ideas and experiences and is often displayed at eye level so they can see their own progress. By making learning visible and tangible, Reggio schools aim to demonstrate that learning is purposeful, social, representational, empowering, and emotional. Another goal of Reggio Styles documentation is parent participation. Reggio schools expect parents to maintain a high level of involvement in their child's learning experience, and documentation gives them a clear picture of the what, how, and why of each lesson. Teaching Reggio Many Reggio-inspired schools send representatives to Italy to study the Reggio Emilia approach firsthand, but there is no formal certification process for schools or teachers. Any school can implement its core principles. Curriculum, as previously mentioned, is generally loose in structure, with skills like literacy and math organically embedded into exploratory activities instead of treated like a checklist. Documentation and assessment are similarly informal. Reggio teachers are expected to encourage exploration of the classroom environment and resources, support children as they pursue their own interests and collaborate with their peers, get involved in learning experiences and learn alongside their students, observe and document each child's development and adjust their classroom dynamics accordingly. For educators interested in learning more about the Reggio Emilia approach, professional development initiatives, including seminars, conferences, and study groups are held all over the world. Participants gain a better understanding of the concepts and values that have defined Reggio from its early history to today, including the roles and responsibilities shared by Reggio schools and teachers, as well as strategies for documentation and environmental design. There are also opportunities to visit Reggio infant-toddler centers and preschools. The Reggio Emilia approach has achieved widespread popularity since its foundation in 19th century Italy. With a focus on the many ways children can take the lead in their own development, learn from their environment, and express their thoughts and emotions, 
Reggio schools aim to support preschoolers in realizing their extraordinary potential. <laughs>